Williams with us this morning, and I'll be handing over to him. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Sorry, sir. Good morning, brethren. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. God bless you. Amen. Compliments. Compliments of the season. Amen. Compliments of the season. I hope we're all doing great over there. Wherever we are. The grace of the Lord will continually be sufficient for us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, as we all know, this week is a week of our thanksgiving. It's a time to look back in retrospect the entire year from the 1st of January. Today is 28th of December, just have like three days to go to the end of the year. Mm. You know how the year has gone, um, all that has happened. We want to thank God because God has been gracious to us. A lot of people, we started the year together. 1st January, we all say Happy New Year. Uh, today, some are no more. Today, some are even in places that uh, they cannot join us. Some, some wish they can join us and be part of what we are doing. But, you know, uh, it's, it's just not giving to them. So to every one of us this morning that we're on this forum, it's a time to really thank God. I mean, thanking God not <clears throat> just as a tradition. Thanking God not just, you know, like a routine. But thanking God from the depth of our heart that um, of a truth, God has been involved in our life this year. You know, in the book of uh, Psalms 18, verse 6, uh, David said, I call upon the Lord. And he answered me, I call upon the Lord. You know, this year, from January 1st to now, we know how much we have called upon the Lord and the things that the Lord have answered, the things that the Lord have done. As a result of, you know, our prayers, I want to thank God in this forum. If we ask every one of us today, if we say today is a day of testimony, I'm sure this one hour that we have will not be enough for us. It won't be sufficient for us to thank God, to appreciate God, to honor the Lord, and to show our appreciation because of the truth. Even only me, if you ask me to testify, at least... Uh, I will take your 20 minutes just to give testimony, you know, concerning what God has done, concerning what God, you know, is still doing. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a time to really, really uh, thank God. David said in, uh, in Psalm 124, verse 1, he said, If it had not been the Lord who he was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, I'm sure there were many things that rose up against us during the year, but God silenced them. There were many voices, there were many attacks from the devil. Sometimes we were frightened by even our dream, our own dream that we had. You know, we were frightened, but God, you know, took away fear. God has given us success. Sometimes we are afraid. It could be our head, maybe during the year. Maybe we face health challenges. Maybe we face financial challenges. Maybe emotional challenges. You know, psychological challenges. So many things 
you know that we face during the year and the Lord had, you know, given us survival. We, we have survived all those things. To God be the glory. It's not everybody that, you know, uh, was able to survive all that we have survived. So to us, we see it as the goodness of God. We see it as the grace of God. We see it as the mercy of God. And so we are, we are excited. We are happy. You see, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, I wouldn't know how many things <laughs> rose up against you. But there were definitely so many things that I know rose up against me. But God have silenced them all. Then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. You know, the enemies of our soul, the enemies of our family, all that they plan, all that they desire to see, you know, in our lives, God did not allow their wishes to come to pass. So we are very, very grateful. It's a time to really ruminate over all that God has done and show appreciation and let God know that we are grateful. We are not taking him for granted. He's coming from the depth of our hearts. You know, just like um, the song our choir used to sing, he's coming from my heart, thanksgiving to you, Lord. He say, when I remember all that God has done, I feel that God has done too much. You know, I, I give him all the praise. That's what David is saying here. David acknowledged the involvement of God. God has been involved in our lives. He said, when he said, I call upon the Lord, Psalm 18, verse 6, and he had me. He had me. What if God had not had us? If God had not had us, where 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 shall we be today? What shall what kind of song are we going to be singing today? If God had not had us, thank God for hearing our prayer. He said, in my distress, verse 6 of Psalms 18, he said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He had my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Let's not forget in the book of Ezekiel, the Bible says some people may even cry with a loud voice. You know, and God said he's not going to hear them. Thank God that we have not been grouped in the category of people that God will not hear no matter how much they cry. Even with our little cry, God has had us. In our little cry, God has been merciful. God has been gracious. What a wonderful and marvelous God he is. In Psalms 106 verse 1, he said, that, he said, he said praise the Lord for the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. Who has been good but the Lord? Who has been good and gracious but the Lord? The Lord is good. One of the reasons why we have to thank God this morning is because the Lord has been good. Nahum chapter, uh, chapter 1 verse 7 says, The Lord is good. That's all the whole verse says. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. He's been good to me. And I have no doubt he's been good to us. God has always gathered us this morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, and uh, praying and uh, crying. And uh, if we are to testify all the prayer God has answered, I mean, we will not be able to tell it all. Like that song say, what the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. He saved me and washed me in his blood. 
So I can shout hallelujah. I can shout hallelujah. I can shout and praise the Lord. Many of our wishes this year have been realized. What it shows is that God has honored our prayer. God has been with us. Many of our visions have been accomplished this year. He shows heaven's partnership upon our life. When visions are accomplished, you know, he shows heaven's partnership. Heaven has been involved. When goals are achieved, he shows that we have found help from God. We have found help. And when our targets are met, he shows that we are valued, that God has valued us all. We have so much to thank God for. When our dreams come true, we are fulfilled. It means we have found favor in the sight of God. And this year, there are many areas of our life that we have found favor in the sight of God. And we cannot, you know, downplay it. We cannot, we cannot make a light of it. It's, it's something great. It's something amazing. It's something so wonderful that we can find favor in the sight of God. When we go to our various governors or prime ministers or presidents, we, we seek maybe audience with them. They may not give us that chance to even see them, but what a mighty God that has helped us, who have fought our battles. We have received support from God. He's fought our battle for us. We have, we, 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 he has shown that we are treasured, and uh, so he did not return our prayers in, uh, unto us. No wonder Psalms 103 verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. So this morning we cannot afford to forget all that the Lord has done for us. God has really done us well. May his name be praised. We give him all the glory. I, I just wish that it's possible to use today to just be singing and be worshiping God and be thanking God. But because of the nature of the forum, our, our, our singing may not be properly coordinated because we are in various places and the internet, you know, cannot um, properly bring our voices together at the same time. Some, some, are, some are fast, some are low and all that. So, but at the same time, God sees our heart. The thanksgiving is a thing of the heart. Even when we have not declared it, our heart is saying it. Yes, sometimes our mouth cannot even tell all that the Lord has done. Like the songwriter says, all the ears on our head, you know, are, are turned into tongues. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing. You know, so it, it, it will not be enough. If all the hair were to be tongues, it will still not be able to testify of all the goodness and all the grace of God. So uh, well, this morning we are going to look at uh, why we have to thank God, well, why we, we, we look at our lives like the, the, the life of the ten lepers and see what thanksgiving really mean. And then we look at when we are not grateful. I was reading on the internet yesterday and somebody said, run away from anyone that is ungrateful. He said, run away from anyone that is ungrateful. He said, because anyone who is ungrateful is capable of doing anything. Is anyone that is ungrateful is dangerous. Is anyone that is ungrateful can be harmful. Because when, when somebody is ungrateful, which means he doesn't value your effort. I, I, I remember some time ago, I gave somebody some money and he, he didn't ask me. I just felt uh, this guy needs money and I gave him. 
money. I said, I'll take. And then he looked at me, says, this how much you can give me? Is this how much you have? So don't you have so, so amount? So if you have up to so amount, why are you giving me? <laughs> you know, so, so, so. That's how, that's how some people are. They, 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 they will not even know the effort you know you have made. It doesn't even know, you know, the sacrifice, what that thing has cost you, you know, for you to be able to do it. So when somebody is ungrateful like that, it's, 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 it's dangerous. So we are not going to toe that line. We are not going to, you know, uh, I mean, kill beside them, you know, people like the, 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 the lepers that came to Jesus. You know, in Luke chapter 17, verse 12, the, the Bible said 10 lepers came to Jesus, you know, and all of them came to Jesus. They all needed help. Every one of them, 10 of them, they all needed help. And Jesus did not ask them to pay. They wanted healing. Today, which hospital do we go? And then, you know, it will just be free. Uh, uh, we, we know how much some of uh, some people spend on their health. Especially those in America. Health is wealth. You know, health is expensive over there. You know, that's why they had to go for health insurance and all that. So it's, Jesus didn't ask them, you know, to pay. So Jesus did not, and some of them were Jews, and one of them was even a Samaritan. Jesus did not discriminate. Jesus attended to every one of them. This year, if Jesus was to discriminate against us, how many of us we say we have met the criteria that heavens, you know, demand from us? How many of us will say we have met the requirement? If if um, God is to scale us down, mark us, you know, uh, point by point, how many of us, the Bible says, God will mind iniquity, who is going to be saved? So if God is going to put pressure on us, demand on us, you know, uh, we know that we are not even qualified, you know, to receive all that we have received from God, all the benevolence, all the the, the, the benefits, the, the, the graces we have enjoyed this year, it has been on the platter of gold. God has just been gracious and merciful to us. So they came to Jesus, and Jesus did not ask for any qualification. He didn't even ask for their faith. He didn't even ask for anything. I'm sure if Jesus had put some questions to them, they would have been disqualified. But Jesus just showed mercy, just like he has shown us mercy. Just that he has shown mercy, he has shown mercy to us. You know, and we are very grateful. You know, uh, just like I said before, that nature, law, and religion, you know, they will have made a demand on them. But Jesus did not make a demand on them. Jesus gave them what they wanted. They wanted healing. They, they were lepers. They came crying. And Jesus said, okay, you are healed. Go. Go. And all of them were healed. They were all healed. He healed them all. No one was left. God did not heal them equally. Those who were Jews, those who were not Jews, those who were qualified, those who did not even believe, as long as they all came together, Jesus gave them what they wanted. Now, but how did they react because of our time? How did they react? And how did Jesus react? They, 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 there were reactions from one person, from nine persons, and from Jesus, you know, because of their attitude and their character. And I pray this year that, you know, some of us will not be thinking, oh, I made a request and God has not answered me. Thank God, if you make one request that God has not answered this year, it's because you still have opportunity for God to answer it next year. If God answers all your prayer this year, what prayer are you going to pray again next year? If all that you wanted in life was given to you this year, 
then it means you have no opportunity for next year. God keeps us and keeps all our blessings year by year. Like uh, Psalm 19 verse 2 says, day unto day utter a speech, and there is nowhere his voice, the voices are not heard. So every day of our life, he blesses us. Say, give us this day our daily bread. That everything you need per day, God gives to you. There's nothing you need today that heaven will not give to you. There was nothing you needed yesterday that you didn't have. If you didn't have it yesterday, it means you didn't need it. So God knows our need, and God promised to supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. Some of us will be questioning, hey, but I pray this prayer, and God did not answer. Well, it may not be the right time. Because the Bible says there is a way that seemed right unto a man, and the end of it is destruction. So if, if you ask for something and God didn't give it, that does not mean God cannot give it. It might just be, it's not what you need per time. Because the Bible says we do not know as we ought to know. So sometimes we ask wrongly. Sometimes we ask for some things that we don't need. Just because somebody have it, we too we want to have it. And God knows that you having it can even harm you at that time. So God knows what we need per time and that's why sometimes when we ask for something you say no son you don't need it now just like we do to our children our children may think that we have denied them this denied them that when a child of 10 years is asking you to buy a car for him or her you know hey, daddy and uncle so 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 he has a car he's driving car okay wait for your time uh, but the child will not want to know it feels that you have the money to buy the car but if you buy a car for a child of eight years or ten years, the child is going to kill himself or herself with a car. So it's true, you have the money. It's true, you can afford it. But you say, wait, wait till when? You know, so many of our prayers, God must have said, wait this year. And that shouldn't annoy us. If we trust God, if we have believed in God, if we have complete trust in God, that shouldn't, that shouldn't disturb our mind. Because if we trust Him, we know that He will not mismanage our case. If we trust him, we know that he knows what is good for us. He said, he said you being evil, if you know to good, give good gifts to your children, how much more God? So God knows all our, all that we need. So what we have or what we don't have this year should never be the reason why we will not be grateful. You know, sometimes when I pray and, and I, the answer is no, I trust God's judgment. God knows better than me. He knows God will not deny me. Yes, he said, he, he said, ask and you shall receive. You see, so if I ask and I do not receive, then it means God is saying wait or God is saying it's not what you need. Why? Because he knows better. There are some blessings that can be injurious to us. There are some things that we're asking that could constitute a problem. Just like a child two years old, he just finished, he just finished ironing your clothes and then the child jumps there crawl there and carry the iron. If you don't quickly take the iron from the child, the child is going to hurt himself or herself. Oh yes, that's it. You might think I want to iron my clothes. No. God knows, the parents know that two years, three years, we can't handle this. So God knows what we can handle. And remember God called all of us little children. So whatever it is that you have not received answer to this year, it could be for next year. It could be a, a time frame. God has to say, I know my plans for you. So our, our prayer is to always walk according to the plan of God and see things work. Now let's briefly look at the nine people here that came to Jesus. And I pray we will not be among these nine. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. The, you know, the first thing that happened to them was they were all healed. God answered the prayer of Jesus. Jesus said, be healed, and they were healed. Number two, but you know, but they seem not bothered again about the healer. They seem not to bother about the healer. Immediately they were healed. They just left. They didn't feel that it was they need, you know, to to thank God. After all, they've gotten what they wanted. They've gotten what they wanted. So they didn't see any need to thank God. They just felt well. We wanted healing, and we got healing. Number three, maybe I think they are they are careless. They were all careless in the first place. That's uh, the third one. They were all careless. The fourth one, I feel that they had a sense of entitlement. You know, sometimes we just feel we're entitled to this, we're entitled to that. You know, I'm entitled to this, I'm entitled to that. And sometimes we sing carelessly in the church. If not me, who is God going to bless? My blessing is going to be bigger than your own. Everybody say, my, you know, sometimes we just say them and we don't know the implications of why we say them. It's when you say something, it's giving you a kind of sense of entitlement. They feel they were entitled. Yes, we are entitled. We are children of Abraham. Healing is children's bread. You know, they had that entitlement. But it's, it's, it's baffled, you know. So, so, number five. So, they took things for granted. So, because they had sense of entitlement, we were Jews. After all, I mean, it's our entitlement. We are Abraham's children. The man hasn't done anything, anything extraordinary. After all, our fingers are still the same. But they checked their hands. They could fold, you know, they could they could fold their hands, you know, they, their fingers were okay. They were no longer having pains and all that. But at the end of the day, they took it for granted. I said, maybe Jesus did not do it the way they wanted. You know, sometimes, uh, even when God has answered our prayer, uh, but he has not done it in a certain way. We wanted to do it. Like, you know, remember Nehemiah, when the, the, the prophet asked him to go and wash in the river, he said, ah, I thought he would have said he would have done it this way. So he was not expecting the, he, 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 he wanted this miracle, but he felt that his miracle should go this way. You know, that's the way some of us, you know, think. Uh, it's done, but um, it would have been like this, you know. Sometimes we try to correct God as if God doesn't know what he's doing. So maybe that was one of their problems. The fact Jesus did not do it the way they wanted. Maybe he should have laid hands on them. One day, his sister came to my office. We were familiar. We went to school together. And then she came and said, look, I'm very, very sick man of God. I said, ah. and the Holy Spirit asked me to tell her, jump up three times, sister. Just jump up three times. I said, ah. and then she just took the anointing oil on my table bend and say, I bet put oil on my head, anoint me. I say, the Lord said, jump up three times. You know, she didn't jump that day. She didn't want the, the Holy Spirit said, jump up three times, should I be here? But she wanted me to anoint her. Now, my, so sometimes we have a sense of this is how it should be done. So I think they were thinking in their hearts that it should have been done this way. Could that be your case? Could that be your problem? Why you don't want to tango? Because the way things were done is not the way you expected. The person you expected to bless you, God used another person to bless you, and you were angry about that. No, you don't need not to be angry as long as the problem is solved. God can choose whatever method, whatever system, whosoever that God wants, God can use to meet your needs. Here, their needs were met. 
but it didn't seem to go down with them. Maybe that's not the way they wanted. Jesus didn't lay hands on them. Jesus didn't give the man catching to down their neck or oil to drink, you know, like we do these days, uh, doing a lot of rituals in the church. Maybe Jesus didn't do it their way. No, they felt it was their right. Yes, they had a sense of entitlement. Entitlement. Do you have a sense of entitlement? If not be you, who is God going to bless? You are the only one God will bless, you know, and, and things like that. I said, therefore, they felt no need to be appreciative or thankful. They said, there's no need to thank God. We are entitled to it. Why, is, why do we have to thank God for that? They made Jesus wonder. They made Jesus wonder. I hope all that God has done for us this year, all that we have gone through this year, and the Lord has sustained us, we will not make God to wander in our attitude, our, in our responses to God. It's for some days now, my heart has been the heart of thanksgiving. My heart is, I don't feel like even asking God for anything. I'm not sure if I've asked God for anything for some few days. My heart is just grateful to God, to how God has sustained me, how God has kept me and kept my family in this country now that we are talking about. You know, some sometimes when you are hearing about Kaduna Chikun local government, rather you are, you think it's some villages. We're talking about our town where we really live. So every time you hear Chikun local government, that is that is where I live. That is the place I stay. The churches, you know, the people have been kidnapped inside churches. People have been kidnapped on their way. So many things have happened. I tell you the truth. If you live in this area where we live. And you are liable to today. Like by January, between January and March, May this year, is so many people when they were testifying on Sunday, they said they didn't believe that there was going to be in December 2022. That's the, the test the testimony of some people. Because that's how terrible things were. People could no longer sleep in their hunting, as I'm saying, some people that have built houses, they have they have left those places, they have abandoned the places there. Squatting, some some have relocated. So many things have happened, and as I'm sure you two have your own peculiar situation wherever you are. The inflation over there, the inflation, you know, we have, is very high in Europe, in America, all over. Things have gone up, skyrocketed, and there's no increase in salary. But you know, but God has sustained you. God has kept you, and God has been faithful. So we need to be really, really thankful and spend all the rest of the, 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 the year thanking God and appreciating Him. And then when we do that, we are securing, what we do is securing 2023. Securing 2023 means we thank God for 2022. Because if you thank God and appreciate God for 2022, He will do more in 2023. So I see these nine people representing 2022, and I see the one person that is a future. Thanksgiving will deliver a future into your hand in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible Amen. said Jesus wondered. Jesus wondered about their carelessness. Jesus wondered about their ungratefulness. Just like somebody I said I read uh, on the internet that somebody was talking about, if you are not grateful, run away from every ungrateful person. So Jesus wondered. Jesus wondered, you know, Jesus wondered, why? Why are the remaining nine? Jesus did not see the need to, and so, to, Jesus wondered, why are the remaining nine? So when Jesus could not find the nine, because Jesus tested them, test, they were tested with that healing. 
the healing was not yet perfected. The healing was to be perfected, but they were tested. So sometimes, you know, when God do something well good for us, it may not be what we wanted, but it's a test. It's a test, like a setup. Okay, let's do a little. And if that is faithful in little, say much shall be committed. But if little is done and we don't appreciate the little, then it deprives us of the perfection of our miracle. It deprives us of the whole miracle, the complete miracle. When we are not grateful for little, then it means we are not entitled for much. So that's what happened. That was the lot of these people. So when Jesus looked at the word and deny, they cannot be found. Say, okay, they didn't even know what I planned for them before. They didn't know what the plan is. The plan was to give them a tip in the iceberg, is to let them see a miracle. But since they didn't come back, then their miracle cannot be perfected. Unfortunately, there was no completeness in their miracle. I'm trusting God before the year runs out. Everything God still ordained for you this year shall be completed, shall be perfected, and shall be established in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, let's look at the one man. The one man issue here. The one man. Look, The man looked at himself, and he was able to observe and notice that a miracle had taken place. If you look at yourself, you will know that you are a miracle. Your survival is a miracle. Your living is a miracle. Think and, you know, about, uh, since you were born. Yesterday I was preaching somewhere, and I remember sharing with them that I remember when I was a child, in, 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 I was still in primary school, and we went to, to, to prayer meeting as they used to do in the village in those days. Unfortunately, I, my dad could not go that day, so I went alone, and it, it began to rain before we closed. And few people, you know, around the church, they ran into their houses. I was the only one going to, towards the, the area of our own house, which was a little bit distance from the church. And um, the rain was still falling around nine. And we were supposed to close seven. So I had to leave and said I would be going home. So I was running. As a child, I was running towards the ditch. I had left a part of the road. And then the lightning of God came from heaven and showed me the path. The lightning was just, the, the light of God was just striking the shoulder of the pavement of the, of the culvert. Wow, I had missed my way. It was I, was, I was one step from death. And then light of God came from heaven and was striking the, the, the shoulder of the pavement. Do you know, brethren, that this light led me home from that point till I got to the front of the house. The light did not depart. The Bible says, he, the, 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 it's, it's a lamp, it's a lamp unto our feet, but a light to our path. God set his light on my path for quite a distance. The light of God stood there till I got to the front of the house. Some of us can remember when we were growing up, some dangers, some evil, some things. Today, there will be no you, if not what God did in the past. And God had helped you in the past, God had kept you in the past, God had have, you know, given you survival in the past. It's the same God that is keeping you. So this man looked at himself and said, I'm gracious, I'm happy. I used to have pain in these fingers, but there are no more pains there. Lord, I thank you. Many of us today, we know where we are coming from. We know our background. We know our story. We are not where we used to be. God has moved us many steps forward. This man realized, hey, 
These hands, these fingers used to be painful, but the pains are no longer there. And he was grateful to God. So, in number two, he acknowledged the little changes. He acknowledged, ah, something has been done. And then he talked to the remaining nine people. He said, well, let's go and give thanks. So, ah, see, let's go to Jesus. Let's go and thank him. Are you not here? See my hand. And everybody said, yes, yes, true. Me, I'm healed. Let's go there. If you want to go, you go. But thank God he was not discouraged. Today, when we listen to some uh, some disgruntled people, some some people are ungrateful, when we listen to them talk, sometimes we are carried away too by their talk. Sometimes we are, we, 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 they deceive us, you know. Uh, this year, hey, may, I, may I never see anything like this year? Every year, to me, every year, God has been good to me. And there is no year I hate. Even this year, I don't want it to end in a hurry because God too has been gracious to me. If the year I want to end, let it end. But I thank God because I cannot say it's a bad year. May have never had a bad year. God has always been faithful in all the years. He's always been there. That's why we survive it. And as we survive this year, next year is going to be better by the grace of God. So the man noticed there was a little change in his life and he acknowledged that. Have you noticed that there's a little change in your many, many changes in your life since you know yourself, you have been seeing the goodness of God. Forget about the year. You know, God is not a day, a God that counting year and counting days. But I would say one day with God is like 1,000 years. And 1,000 years is like one day. Nothing makes a difference between God. You are the one counting calendar. God doesn't see the calendar. God just sees program for your life. I know my plan for you. You are the one tying the plan of God to a calendar. God has his plan. God has his purpose. And his purpose will be accomplished. It was accomplished in the life of Mordecai. It was accomplished in the life of Joseph. It was accomplished in the life of Daniel. That's why all they went through. That's why all they passed through. God was gracious to them. And I know I have no doubt that God Almighty too will be gracious to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And as far as he was concerned, number three, he was big enough. What God has done for him was big enough. His fingers no longer pain him. The fingers may still have been eaten up, but but as far as he was concerned, there, there was no more pain and he was grateful. So God has taken you many, many steps forward and we need to show appreciation and gratefulness for that. Number four, he was excited. He was excited. He was excited. Many of us are not excited about God. Some are only excited when they, when they, when they get promotion, when they get money, or when they get one business. Or maybe when they are, their team wins a match, they are, they are excited, they scream and all that. But they are not excited about God's goodness, about God's presence, about God's visions. About There are many ways God speaks to us through his words, through vision, through dream. God relates with us. There's hardly any day that we don't see the hand of God working in our life. God has been working 24-7, every minute, every second. We may not see, see him, you know, but we know he's there, he's walking, say, he that watches over you, we never sleep and we never slumber. So I know God never sleeps, he never slumber. Number five, he knew the status, his position of Jesus. He came to honor Jesus because he knew Jesus was a great man and he had respect for him to even attend to them. How many of us will be attended to by our governors or president? 
But this man knew Jesus was more than a president, so he came to say, for, for the fact that Jesus could even have time for them, that was good enough. He came to show up position. Number six, he went straight to Jesus to express gratitude, so he went straight. After he had convinced others, and they would not follow him, he had to go. He had to go alone. He had to go alone, so he went straight to Jesus. Number seven, he, did, he didn't have the sense of entitlement, no. He didn't have the sense of entitlement like this one. Thank God that he was not even a Jew, he was a Samaritan. He said, well, I'm not even qualified. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm a complete outsider. And he came and he gave thanks. He didn't have the sense of entitlement like the other one. He must have discussed, you know, with others. And, you know, yeah, I've said that. So God, go if you want. That You know, he said, go if you want this man. Go, 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 go. You can go. It's not our problem. The man was not discouraged by the attitude. Please don't let the attitude of anybody around you, people who are cursing the air, people who are abusing, you know, so many things, be grateful to God. Don't join the queue. Don't join those people who are cursing the air, this year, a bad year. No, 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 no. It's not a bad year for me. And I know it's not a bad year for you because God has sustained you and he will continue to sustain you in Jesus' name. He did not wait for everything to be okay. The man did not wait for everything to be okay. So don't wait for everything to be okay. Don't yeah. wait until everything is done. The little God has done, acknowledge it. And then the, the little could just be set up for the bigger one, for the bigger miracle which is coming. Uh, he felt at the feet of Jesus and worshipped. He worshipped. So all we need to do from now to the end of the year, fall at the feet and worship him and worship him and worship him and worship him. Jesus asks why well, they are not Ten cleansed. So Jesus, where they are not ten cleansed, I hope Jesus is not asking you a question of all I have done. You have not seen what he has done, but Jesus knows what he has done. Jesus knew he has done you well. Jesus knew he, what he had done and all that he had done for you, for your family and, and your business. So, But you may not see it, but heaven knows that. If not for heaven, you will not be where you are today. The, the psalmist says, if not for the Lord who is on our side. So Jesus perfected his healing. He said, be thou made whole. How many of us know what it means to be made whole? To be made whole goes beyond being healed. To be made whole, you know, include creative uh, miracle. The fingers all grew up. To be made whole here means his sins are forgiven. To be made whole here means his name is already written in the book of life. To be made whole here means that if he had any other sickness, or any other infirmity in his body, they are solved. It will be made whole here means if he had a hole in his family, a trouble in his family, the problems are solved. Now look at what Thanksgiving did. He perfected this man. This man became perfected. This man that was not entitled to anything, he now owns everything. Jesus said, be made whole. Let everything be all right with you. All right psychologically. All right financially. All right maritally all right spiritually now this man got everything be made whole miss let everything be okay with you let that's what thanksgiving you know can deliver and as we begin to thank god i believe that we are going to receive the same thing be made whole to be made whole may be be made perfect be be complete let nothing remain in your life as as as, as an infirmity let nothing remain in your life as a blemish let nothing remain in your life that brings shame. 
And I pray for everyone this morning that whatever is remaining to be done in your life, just like Jesus said to this man, be made whole, as your heart is thanking God, as your heart is full of thanks, let your miracle be perfected. Let your desire be made complete. That all that you need, that God will fulfill the desires of your heart. God will cause your dreams to come true, your visions to be accomplished. That was the, 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 what this man got through thanksgiving. Everything he needed in life was delivered to his hand. Be made whole. Be made whole. Amen. Be all right. Be complete. Be well. I Amen. pray for you. Be well in the name of Amen. Jesus. I pray for you this Amen. morning that you be made whole. As we thank Amen. God, as we appreciate Amen. God, let's begin to appreciate the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is Father, going to be telling you Lord, this morning. So be made whole. Be well. Thank you, Lord. Be made all right. Thank you. Let all things be made whole for you. Let all things come for you. Let things be perfected in your life. Be made whole. Be well. Be well. for us. 
You have shown your faithfulness. We have benefited from your great act of benevolence. You have been very faithful, God. We thank you and we are grateful. Lord, we express our heart gratitude to you for your upkeep, for your provision, for your protection, for your mercy, for your, for your kindness. Lord, for answering our prayers, for counting us worthy to even approach you. Oh God, the Bible says if you will mark iniquity, nobody will even come near you. Nobody will even ask for anything. Mm. Thank you, because even when we Thank don't have much, you are there to, mm. to augment. Even the man that came to you with unbelief, you did not cast him, you did not throw him away, you did not send him back with his unbelief. You turned his unbelief to faith, you helped him. And that's what you have done. Even many times we have come complaining, we have come grumbling. But Lord, you not listen, you not check, you know, you not deal with us according to, you know, our attitude. You have been very, very magnanimous. You have been very, very, very generous to us. Mm. Lord, accept our thanksgiving. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. All we bring to you this morning is thanksgiving. We bring you appreciation. We bring you love. We bring you, we, we bring you, you know, Lord, uh, uh, gratitude, appreciation. We are grateful. We are thankful. You say we should come into your gate with thanksgiving and into your court with praise. We have come with thanksgiving. We have come with praise. We have come lifting our hands. We have come saying, Lord, thank you for all you have done. Even before we were from our mother's home, thank you for your plans in our lives. Thank you for our families. Thank you for giving us the privilege to know you. There are many people in the world who are still in their sins. Some are witches, some are drunkards, some are, some are blasphemers, some are antichrist, some are atheists. Lord, but in this same world, you chose us as your special species, as the apple of your eyes. We are grateful. It's not only about money. It's not only about car. It's not about welfare. But your goodness, your good will, Jesus Christ came and gave his life and expressed his good will to mankind. Thank you for this good will that I've reached out. Thank you, Father. We are grateful in all ways, in all ramifications. We thank you. We bring thanks to you, Lord. We can never thank you enough. We will never be able to thank you enough. Lord, thank you in a million. Thank you in a billion. Thank you in a trillion. Thank, thank you in, you, in billion. Thank you for all you have done. Blessed be your name, Lord. Thank you. We will appreciate you. Thank you for 2022. 2022 has been good. You have been faithful. And thank you because 2023 will be greater, will be better. Thank you for 2023 our thanks will be greater. Thank you for 2023, because your light will shine brighter. Thank you for 2023, because the Bible says the path of the righteous is like a shining light that shineth more and more. Thank you because our fat, our path shall drop fatness in 2023. Thank you, Lord, because in the realm of the Spirit, you have been saying 2023 is a year of settlement. It's a year of settlement. Thank you, Lord, because we settle and resolve all the issues that are pending in our life. The issues of, of ailment, sickness, whatever, the issues of, of finance, the issues of family, uh, family dispute, whatever. Whatever issues are still remaining, agitating our heart. 
thank you because 2023 you say it will bring settlement lord we thank you because all shall be settled and all shall be well blessed be your name triumphantly we shall enter into 2023 triumphantly triumphantly as jesus entered into the city riding on the horse triumphantly that is how we shall enter triumphantly in victory and in glory in the name of Jesus, we shall enter 2023 in splendor. In the name of Jesus, and 2023 shall bring us the desires of our heart and the desires of heaven over our life shall be fulfilled and accomplished. Blessed be your holy name, faithful Father. In Jesus' most wonderful name, we are prayed. Amen. I, I